Fat dicks are always huge. I love Call of Duty. Big dildo. If I'm not seeing a dick, I'm not going to have a good time. Big dildo. I was constantly hard with my mother. Big dildo. Big Big dildo. dildo. I suck a good dick. good time every time all right welcome everybody what we're doing today is okay i i know i hyped up jason x before as the greatest movie of all time and i really did a good job of that because i think i I, if you didn't watch that by now I, i know we kind of did the whole movie for you but still you should watch it we found a way better movie than that. Way better. I don't know what we were fucking thinking about Jason. Jason X is a pile of trash compared to this fucking movie. Like, we were idiots for thinking that that, that we... This movie blows it out of the water. Yes. Fucking figuratively and literally. Because we... Okay, to preface this, if you didn't follow us before, we talked about Steven Seagal to no end. We, we bring him up all the time. But we did a full show on him, on, on all of his bullshit. And and how I, I used to love him. Yeah. And then Ryan just like, had a whole segment <laughs> towards shitting on Steven Seagal and just ruined my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> when Dan tells me that he loves someone something, I find all the horrible stuff about it and then put it on the show to just crush his dreams. So, Thank you. So I he told me that he thought he was like, oh, I thought Steven Seagal was a real martial artist and like all this stuff, and then I just did a whole show shitting on all of that. But then we realized when we did that, we found um. In one of the stories that I read, Steven Seagal wrote a script and was reading it one day in in the back room and was crying. He was crying when he read this script, and one guy came over to him and was just like, "Like, well, why are you crying?" And he's like, "This script, it's so amazing." And the guy was like, "Who wrote the script?" And he's like, "Me." <laughs> and it it was the I'm the best. Yeah, it was the script to Under Siege Two, which. Is the gr- he's correct to weep? We I was weeping the whole fucking time. Holy shit. The reactions me and Ryan had just watching it was insane. How loud was I fucking yelling? <laughs> I was yelling so loud at the TV, like this can't be possible. Every one liner made us go, gave oh. us every emotion in the book. It was amazing. We were happy. We were cringing. We were slapping people. I don't think it's an emotion. Yeah, but I I slapped you a couple of times because yeah, I was, I was like, offended. Holy shit, that was crazy. So. I uh, we decided to do a review of Under Siege 2 because it's the greatest movie of all time. I'm going to we're going to from start to finish and you do not need to see Under Siege 1 to understand what's going on <laughs> whatsoever. The only thing you need exactly. to understand from Under Siege 1 is that his brother died. That's it. That's the only thing you need to know because it's a completely separate movie. It's on a train this time. So yeah. like whatever. They just completely just took Steven Seagal and the now brother's niece, the brother, so or the brother's daughter, so his niece is Catherine Heigl, which is crazy because it's like in ninety fucking five. She's like sixteen. Yeah, she's here. like she she's looks, from Knocked Up, the blonde chick. Yeah, she's the blonde chick in Knocked Up, and she she's a pretty famous actress now. And, and she got her fucking start right here mm-hmm. on Under this Siege what, Two. This is where she blew up. Yeah, she probably had to suck Steven Seagal's dick to get <laughs> into into this movie because this was such a blockbuster that everyone's seen it. Mm-hmm. So. It's ha- actually a huge movie, yeah. Yeah, so what happens is we we open up on a, a scene of the, the government run by Red Foreman from that 70s show. <laughs> he runs the government, apparently, and he is... He, they're testing out this new underground secret satellite thing that they found that they can they can like image anything on the planet, which we have. Google's done that for years, but this was back in '95, so this yeah. was fucking insane. This was a satellite that nobody knew about that they could just spy on anything and target anything in in the world. And so what they do to test it to see that if it's working, they go to a a nude beach and zoom in on naked girls. <laughs> Like, that's the oh, first yeah. fucking scene. I love that creepy guy with the glasses. He's like, oh, yeah, it's it's working, all right. And she's on her, she's laying on her stomach. Yeah. And it's like a nude beach. And he's just like, oh, turn over. You just, like, see the drool. And then he's like, enhance! Enhance! And they, like, in, they yeah. take all, it's all pixelated and shitty. Yeah. And it loads, like, a fucking 90s computer. And it's just like, and then all of a sudden, it depixelates the titties. And you get to see them. But it's literally just a zoomed up, close up titty. And that's it. 
and and that's what they're all freaking out like everybody there the up to red foreman there who's standing there and they're all just like it works yeah no one cares like nobody's worried that these it's guys are just... clear like what they're doing like they just take no. over a satellite and that's it that's that's what they did yeah so it's not what it was for or anything it's like we got the satellite woo so then we we cut over to Steve, uh, steven seagal some emotional music plays they zoom in on his face and he just stands there for a while it's really awkward and weird but he um he they he this movie was clearly written by him you can tell within like the first like two minutes of the fucking movie because he's in his his restaurant that he owns like because yep. he's the best chef in the fucking world like don't oh, yeah. don't fuck with him he's the greatest chef and the uh, the the chef is freaking out because he's gonna go. Steven Seagal's gonna go on vacation, and the the head chef of Steven Seagal's restaurant's like, "You can't leave, man. Every, everybody comes here for you. No one cares about me. They're all here for you." And he's like, "I get it. I know I'm the best, but I gotta go on vacation." Yeah. And so he he leaves. He fucks off from his restaurant, and he goes to a train station to meet up with his his niece, Catherine Heigl. Mm-hmm. And Catherine Heigl's sitting there, and she's very upset because. Steven Seagal did not go to uh, the funeral of the her dad, so she's pissed. She is so pissed when they get there, and she's she's giving them attitude and she's snotty asshole. That for about two minutes, that's yeah. she's she hates him yeah. for two fucking minutes. Like, oh, this is gonna carry on through the whole movie, and he's yeah. gonna be trying to win her back the whole time. That's exactly what you think. You think there's gonna be a whole thing at the end where she finally comes around you and goes, right. I forgive you for not coming to my, my dad's funeral. And I don't even care anymore. No, none of that happens. Yeah. What actually happens is they get on the fucking train, and she sits down, and she's she looks like she's drinking, and, and he asks the bartender, like, did she get alcohol? And she's, the bartender's like, no, she's fucking... She's He's clearly like, like are, you at, are you talking about that little girl over there? She's drinking. He's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like not clear that they're related. No. So he he, he gets the information that, that obviously she is not drinking. And then she comes over there trying to play off like she's drinking. And he's just like, I know that there's no alcohol in that. And then she goes, you always know everything. Again, complimenting him. Like, I wonder who wrote this. I, it was just like, it's it's not fair. You always know everything is what she says. And it's mm-hmm. like. Really, dude, you wrote the dialogue to this, and every single character in this fucking movie compliments him. They're all Steven Seagal in a nutshell. Like, it, they all have a little bit of Steven Seagal, and it's clear. Like, none of them are their own ac- actors or people. No, They're they all, all and they all respect the fuck out of, out Everybody. of Steve, from From people that don't even know him, that have just heard of his name. His tales. Yeah, but it, it's pretty crazy. So... Um, so what actually happens is, so instead of like doing a heartfelt apology to uh, Catherine Heigl about not going to uh, the dad's funeral, he sits her down and says something to the effect of, well, you know, he didn't get all those mel- medals in service by being a schoolboy. So basically saying, your dad was a shitbag too. Like, don't, yeah. like, he wasn't all you that great. shit up, bro. He like, killed so many. You know, he wasn't that great. And then she's just like, okay with it she's just she's just happy like she's just perfectly fine that that all that happened i don't understand like she's like oh okay i get it then so she actually comes to him and apologizes yep she apologizes to him for missing her dad's funeral it's like i'm sorry you couldn't be there like so and then we cut to two captains which i don't exactly know who they are but they're very important people Hmm. they're two captains one's a guy one's a girl and they're fucking they're just, they're just, they clearly just got on this train to fuck, and that, that's the only reason they're there. Yeah, that that's that's the only reason that they've come on this train is to fuck each other, and they're fucking, and and it doesn't seem very important, but it does become important later. Mm-hmm. We cut to um a, a big open field with two helicopters. <laughs> like I don't exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just two open fields. There's mountains, yeah. like just trees everywhere like, and, and there's and then a lot of open yeah. and there's like three guys guarding it mm-hmm. and 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 Just then watching tv like they're not doing anything fucking armored tanks uh, guys a, a massive amount of guys just flood this place all mm-hmm. clearly bad guys and just murder the three guys watching the helicopter and fly off with the with the two helicopters Steal that are there choppers, yeah, yeah they fly off with that and that is clearly part of a bigger plan that's that's gonna unfold here so yep. um so it, it it's it's funny that that everything everybody has to compliment them even the bad guys because the bad guys continuously compliment and are terrified anytime that that Steven Seagal is mentioned so that that plays a big part in this. Mm-hmm. Um so oh right he um 
he uh she apologizes she they're they're still having their little uh conversation uh Catherine Heigl and Steven Seagal mm. and there she's apologizing and then there's this aggressive waiter guy that that the, he's a porter well porter that's what you yeah. call like a waiter guy on on a train I guess we yeah. figured that out in the movie yeah and uh, I thought they were saying reporter the whole time I was like he's not a reporter <laughs> What the fuck? But, he's serving people. It's not so, important. So he is really, really aggressive, and he's also the only black guy in the entire film. Yeah. Like, everyone is super Caucasian in this film, yeah. except for this one guy. This really upbeat black yeah. guy. And he hey, is, what's what's going on? What are he, you doing over there? He's, like, stalking that chick. Yeah, he's really, really aggressive to Katherine Heigl, and he's just on her, just, like, flirting with her all the time. So... She like gets sick of it and just grabs him by the wrist and does this crazy jujitsu move and flips him to the floor and she barely moves for it. She's yeah. just like yep, just like and then Poof. and then he flips. He just like, <laughs> front fl- he flies and so they're 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 fighting it, it like for no reason because she's just like they're having like cute flirty banter. Yeah. Flips him on the ground and she's like he's like what the fuck? Who what taught you, you that? Like, Who taught you that? Just like I have like the greatest uncle in the world. Like you have no idea how amazing he is. He knows. all all of the martial arts like she, <laughs> basically what she said. she literally praises the shit out of him again I have a really great uncle that <laughs> taught me that that's like how she said yeah. it like, wow he was amazing like, ah yeah. at, right after she was so upset like that the, this guy's just stalking her she, and shit? no yeah. no she that she was so mad that you didn't show up to your, your own brother's funeral oh, yeah. walks away from that argument <laughs> and then Praisings your praises to some random fucking guy she met on the train. No, no, he's amazing. You don't understand. It was fucking crazy, this aggressive waiter. But the aggressive waiter is just the token black guy of this movie, so obviously has to have a huge role in it. So yeah. he is. You knew he was going to yeah. have a big role. Yeah. Like his opening scene was so retarded how aggressive he was and shit to Yeah, it, it, was, it was great. So, hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? So um, the, the train gets flagged down by Mike from Breaking Bad, <laughs> which was crazy. It's when, so funny how old this movie. It's 1995 right yeah yeah it's funny seeing all these like uh, younger versions of old people we it was see now. Cr- it's crazy I so it. it's it's literally like the the big bodyguard guy from breaking bad uh the, the old Gus guy system yeah so he they uh, the, he's just like standing in the tracks waving orange flags that's that's what he's doing he's just standing there and we're then, stopping this train the train stops on a dime and <laughs> the train the train just stops and then they come out yeah. and they go these aren't our guys what do you want oh okay and he's like somebody's been shot and he's like, I don't see anybody who's been shot. And then they just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, like, there you what go. Do you, what does he say? You it, are now. Yeah. Got shot now or something. It's stupid. it's crazy the amount of dumb lines that they do like that. <laughs> and you know Steve's going these writing is like, oh, yes! Woo-hoo! That was no, amazing. He was weeping. He was... Yeah. <gasps> oh, he went through Jesus. every emotion. Yeah. So, um... I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that. So the well the train is being stopped, Steven Seagal is is being praised in the kitchen mm-hmm. for heating up a bowl of custard in the microwave. <laughs> There's a bunch of chefs stop they all stop working and they're just watching Steven Seagal. He just like waltzes in there and he's just he's like, No, 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 this is how you gotta do it. He's like stirring a pot. And yes. like, oh, it looks like he kinda knows what he's doing. And then he puts it in the microwave yeah. and just beep, beep, beep. He's like, see, kids? It's you. literally custard. And the whole, like, the mm-hmm. crowd of chefs there all just go like, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, this is why he's the best. He definitely has like, a restaurant. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. He All he did was just pop it in there. It's just like, and then three minutes, and then you're done. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they cut to as the train's being stopped. And then they're like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. The train's being stopped. It's fucking crazy. So... Um, uh, Mike from Breaking Bad takes over the train and he's, uh, they start loading in a bunch of fucking shit. I, I, I still yeah. am unclear of what all that was. I'm assuming it's some of the equipment. Yeah. That, that's what it was. It didn't look like equipment at all. It was just like a bunch of fucking boxes and shit that they were yeah. just loading onto this train. You're just it was like, like big ammo crates. Yeah. That's it, what it looked like. It's like, why are they loading ammo? Yeah. It was so crazy. So yeah. I'm like, oh God, they're going to go blow something up. That's what, that's what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they go and um, so they're they're taking out hostages because they're they're knocking people down here. One of the guys mm. comes up and tries to grab uh, the hostages' guns and shoots him. Shoots him. Yeah. Uh, the bad guy shoots uh, the the hostage and he goes, "Does anybody else here want to be a hero?" And then it cuts to Steven Seagal, obviously jumping into the scene, knocking this guy unconscious, just yeah. like fighting his way through. The- <laughs> Karate yeah. chops him. Yeah, of course. Of course, you, the amount of hakido that he uses in this it's all just like mind blowing 
You it's can, overwhelming yeah, what shit there is. They probably had to cut out his sound effects where he was just like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> There's one point in the movie where he's doing that. Yes. He's like, and I think it was, in, there was he had like a knife fight. Yes. <laughs> and nothing's happening. He's just kind of waving his arms back and forth. The guy's doing... following him. It's working. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect diversion. <laughs> so, um, so the 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 bad guys uh, they they they're kicking everybody's asses. Uh, they're Steve, just killing everybody left and right, like hostages. Yep. they're killing a lot of the innocent people. They're not even looking in rooms. They're just shooting, and then um, they, they capture the captain. Yeah, they too. come across the two guys that are still fucking the the two the guy and the girl that are uh, are are the captains. Yeah. They're really important, so they don't kill them. And they're like, oh, we found you, and they take them as hostages and bring them up to the the big Kahuna up there because they have some codes or some shit, right? Yeah, they have some sort of secret codes that we were very unclear of what they were doing until very later because yeah. they didn't explain any codes they're just like give us the codes yeah. that's what happened <laughs> this movie sucks it, it really didn't they, they didn't explain a lot yeah. so um, once Steven Seclear uh, uh, Steven Seagal clears out uh, one of the, the cars with bad guys um he 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 murders everybody in the in the cabin. There's blood everywhere, and then he stands over all the bodies and goes, "This is what I was trained for." Yeah, well, like one of the gr- <laughs> he loves it. It's a, like yeah. just no one's around. Yeah. There's no people there. He's yeah. just standing there and verbally just goes, "This is what I was trained for." Fuck this custard shit. Yeah. I'm gonna come kick some people's asses here. Let's go. He doesn't even try to hide. That's my yeah. favorite part. Yeah. He's just like walking around the train. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on, guys? Exactly. So, um. So the leader guy of this whole thing was apparently fired from uh, the the government before. We find that He's out. He's working there a year ago. Yeah, he Red Foreman fired him from the government, and then he invented this crazy laser technology, like the satellite that they're using. He kind he of invented it. it. He invented it, so he knows how to take over it. So mm. they set up all this bullshit on a fucking train to to go get it. The only thing they need are these codes from the the two fucking captains. So what they do is they. They put like some sort of like soldering iron up to each the each of their eyes, and yeah. if they they need both the codes from each of them, and neither of them know the other code, yeah. so they get both the codes from them by like torturing them. Basically, they're that, not even. They're just like, I'm gonna burn this into your eye. You're not gonna be able to see. You're gonna die any second. As soon as it's going to your eye, you're gonna, it's gonna be brutal. It's gonna solder you, and it's gonna be brutal. You're not gonna be able to see anything. They're going like this slow yeah, as they're saying all this shit. They're going that's it's like they have so much time to think about the codes. And yeah, and then at the very last second, you can hear the sizzling, and then there's like eight nine four three two eight four. Like, uh, what did you say that before? Yeah, so um, Steven Seagal is now um, on top of the train. He's just skulking around. Like yeah. he's he, there was no like he, he just assumed that he should hide. So he just went up on top of the train and just like just going cart uh, cart to cart, just fucking looking in, seeing what's going on, just having a, having yeah. a, a gay old time. And uh, so the guy with the bad perm gets on the phone. And the best part of this, I had to rewind it to show Dan. It, it fucking made me, like, die laughing. That the phone that he picks up and calls somebody on, the caller ID thing just says, the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah, it I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it literally just says, the Middle East. So specific. Yeah, he was just calling the whole area of the Middle East just to get their whole feel on this situation. Yeah. And what he's doing is he's... Um, he's he's telling them that he's got all the satellite yada yada yada, and he's gonna blow up Washington and a nuclear facility right there or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's gonna blow up the whole eastern seaboard. Like, yeah. like everybody's gonna die. And that's what he's doing with the ammo crates. And, like he opens all that shit up, all the supplies. It's basically just other little satellite transmitter things to hack. Yeah, blah, blah. and he's he's gonna go explode the world. And we all know how the Middle East, the entire Middle East just wants to do that. So you can pretty much call just anyone in the Middle East and they'll be like, yeah, I'll fund that. Absolutely. So they ask him for a billion dollars to to blow up Washington, even though it seemed like that's what his plan was anyway. So yeah. he's just going to get a billion dollars from uh, the the middle, the entirety of the Middle East to blow up Washington. And Red Foreman is losing his mind. Yeah. Red Foreman <laughs> is 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 looking at his new satellite that he just figured out how to look at titties on, and he just wants to look at more titties, and yep. he he can't get control of it because it's just it's just disappearing. And then all these other little satellites are popping up, so now he can't tell which satellite is which because all mm-hmm. these satellites are just there, and s- shit is just going haywire. And then all of a sudden, you see 
that because the the Middle East, the entire Middle East wanted proof that the satellite worked. They just blow up some shit in China, just some weapons facility in China. The fucking laser beam just falls out of the sky and just blows up part of China. And and then they're like, see, now it works. And Red Foreman is just like, what is happening? We just <laughs> we just blew up somebody that has nukes. Somebody has we just shot at somebody that has nukes. Yeah. This is insane. And they're like, fuck, what are we doing? Like, I don't know what's happening. We can't get control of this shit. So that that this is when shit gets fucking scary. Here we go. So they um the the weird part of this is he hangs up with the Middle East and then he gets a call right back, like really soon after. I'm assuming from the Middle East again. And uh, <laughs> from he, that guy from the Middle yeah, East. Yeah. So then he's he says to the guy with the bad perm, just like. Um, hey, you want to do me a solid and I'll give you an extra hundred million if you just, like, blow up this plane with my ex-wife on it? <laughs> like, I swear to fucking God, that's, that's subtle, that is yeah. literally what he says. He goes, like, he's just like, oh, he just wants you to blow up this plane with the, with his ex-wife on it. And he's just like, I'm not doing that. He's like, we'll give you a hundred million dollars. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you got me. he just lines up, he just lines up his fucking laser beam and then just, Target acquired. Yep. Boom. It, yeah. And it just explodes the plane. Since this Boom. laser from space, they could just kill anything you want. Yes. It's fucking amazing. It's just, a, it's just an, uh, and no one can see it. That's the greatest part. They, gov- they built it so that no one can fucking see it, so no one can track it. It's just a laser just floating above us that's yep. just going to explode us all back in 95. We all remember when that happened. <laughs> so, uh, this is when uh, the guy, the bad perm guy, um, he hacks into the Pentagon where Red Foreman and his gang is hanging out. The the whole government's just kind of hanging out there. And he just hacks mm. into it, just willy-nilly from a train. It, ba- back in 95, the Pentagon <laughs> really anything. had no security. It was, <laughs> it was if you could just guess their password, and it was still one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. So you could just, you could just pretty much break into it. And, and the, so he, he breaks into it and just like takes over all of their screens in there. Cause you know how everyone can just do that back in the day you just take over all the screens in the building and just presents it explains his whole message that he's gonna blow up washington yada 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 mm-hmm. mm, i'll get you red foreman for firing me all that stuff all that jazz it's a really good time but still very confusing how somebody can just uh, like explode or just like take over an entire pentagon just from a train that's just driving down the tracks i i really got hung up on that for a while but it's a good movie. They needed a train for it. Yeah. Why did they take the train? <laughs> so, and, Why and is this on a train? And this, this guy, this ex Navy commander is going to take over this train and fuck this shit up dude. because that is Steven Seagal. He's, he's, he's a legendary Navy officer from under siege one. And, uh, everybody fears him. So we just cut to like, right after that, we cut to Steven Seagal breaking into, uh, the conductor's cabins and through and, the roof. Yeah. Right? But well, yeah, or, he's, uh, yeah, he keeps coming in through windows and shit and he steals a flare and, um, he, he goes, he keeps going back and forth from the roof to the cabins, just going shit out. Mike, Mike from breaking bad realizes that, that Steven Seagal is on the roof mm-hmm. and he's just like, you guys got to get up there. And then one guy, like the greatest part is the one guy that doesn't realize he's up there, just kind of like pulls his head up and then Steven Seagal just shoots him in the face and then he <laughs> falls underneath the train and just gets like ground up underneath all of yeah. the shit. He's like, ah, yeah. for like three seconds. Yeah. And then... He's just being held under yeah. the, the, the front bumper, like the cow catcher thing. And then he's just like, <laughs> it's like a cartoon. He's like, yeah. ah, yeah. and it then, was, <laughs> it's a good time. So then this leads to an epic gun gun rooftop fight on a train. It's pretty fucking crazy. There's they all have machine guns. Steven Seagal has one handgun, but he's methodically picking them, picking them off on a moving train while they're just like they're reaching over the the roof just like shooting at him and he's dodging yeah. all the bullets until one lady waits until a corner. They're, like the train goes around yeah. a corner. And uh, she sets up a sniper rifle so she can sit on, like, the, the caboose of the train, the very ba- back cart, and wait until they come around the corner and just hit him perfectly with a, with a, a sniper shot. And he he's, it takes it, like, right in the chest or in the shoulder. It, was it? it was right in the shoulder, like, yeah. upper shoulder. And he, he was going he in between. Off. But he was going in between the cars. The cars. Yeah. So he, when he gets hit, he falls off the side. And they're like, boom, done. Game over. Everything's fine. He the the one of the guys just immediately calls to the head honcho, just like, "Oh yeah, we got him. We shot him. He fell off. He's, he's gra- dead. Movie yeah, over. He's he's ground beef. Just splattered halfway across the state right now." And 
Catherine Heigl happened to be like inches away from the walkie-talkie that's the says hostage that. that's right yeah. there. <laughs> She's just sitting there t- tied up just listening to that. It's like, "Oh, my, my uncle just got ground up under the train. Okay, I guess we're all dead now." Yeah. So that that's fucking that's terrifying. Um so uh what happens is all communications are shut down to the train. That is, mm-hmm. is a is a key point to this. So um, what Steven Seagal did um, right before he, he you didn't actually notice him do it but they show it right now mm-hmm. is uh, to make this movie even more confusing so he set up this little thing to, uh, apparently as a portable fax machine because we're in 1995 oh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't realize portable fax machines mm-hmm. were a thing but so he, he plugs into some sort of connector there I don't exactly know how he gets internet connection on this thing mm-hmm. but then he plugs into it and sends a fax to his restaurant mm-hmm explaining the whole situation that's going Shit's on. Shit's going down. Yeah. Get the government involved. Exactly. Like, I love you know chef. what to do. The but, chef was like, this is not my produce list. What is this? <laughs> yeah. But So he sends a fax there. But Steven Seagal is now, it looked like he fell off the train when he got shot, but actually he fucking cape feared it and fell underneath the train and held on to <laughs> the there. fucking, yeah, he's held on to like a wheel well, yeah. just like hanging on under there and know what everyone's like, yep, he's done. And they just fucking leave and, the, and he's fine under there and he's just <laughs> holding on for dear life yeah so i love when he comes back in and uh he comes back in and the porter's like oh my god you scared me comes back into the chair <laughs> yeah it's like oh, i was just going out for a stroll <laughs> and then he's like he's like did you get shot he's like, and he's like you think this is getting shot oh i've been wh- oh my god this even- isn't getting shot he's this, like Calm this ain't down, getting porter. shot man i've been shot before yeah. like okay man like I-, I was just asking a question calm down with your crazy reactions <laughs> it's just a bullet it's just a sniper bullet that went in my chest yeah so um when they report back they um uh, d- and and tell them who it was that they actually killed. Yeah. They said Casey Casey. K- Casey Rayban. What, what the fuck's his name? It's fucking Rybrand. Ryback. Ryback. Casey Ryback. And then he's just. They're like the fucking the There's all like the color. Them. All the color goes out of all the bad guys' face. They're like what. Casey's no. back. He's here on this train. That's holy shit. And it's just like it's going between like four different guys. Like they're all saying different stuff. Yeah. And the one guy's like, "That's the he's the best there is." <laughs> it's like, of course that's in. Even, of course that's a line. Yeah. Even the fucking bad guys are like, "No, no, no, no. We can't say anything bad about him." Like you know, usually in a movie they're just like, "Oh, fuck that pussy. We'll kill him. He's yeah. a big baby." And then it turns out that he's 007 and just like murders yeah. everyone. No, in this movie, even the bad guys are terrified. <laughs> Yeah. of Steven Seagal. They're like, shit! He's here! He was a Navy! No one knows anyone from the Navy. Name one guy from the Navy. <laughs> no, and, nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Except for Casey Ryback. <laughs> so, um, so, what Steven Seagal does is he goes over to the bar because he is MacGyver. And he goes over to the bar and he makes a bomb out of broken glass coconut oil lighter fluid and a walkie-talkie but the coconut oil was like ice cream yeah, it was like, really like there's thick. coconut oil in this this bears yeah <laughs> ice it, cream. it was clearly like really thick gooey stuff i don't know what he did and then he puts it all in a jar and then tapes a walkie-talkie to it it was actually one of those mixers that you mix cocktails in he cl- yeah. closes it all in there tapes- like, are you sure it's gonna be a bomb <laughs> again like porter says that he's like what does he say lighter fluid is a detonator yeah <laughs> it's like that's all we needed here yeah. i just threw in this other stuff for the glass to spring out and kill yeah. people so he it's just lighter fluid we need so he throws that and it, on the walkie talkie somehow it just it, it, he rolls it out, out out to one of the the bad guys there and on the walkie talkie it just it just says you're fucked and then it explodes lighting two of the guys on fire he they, they're rolling around they're crazy they're they're going around as they're, they're the distraction happens uh casey steven seagal pours some alcohol down the stairs and then shoots the flare that he stole earlier at another bad guy and he falls down the stairs lighting all the stairs on fire so now no yeah. one can get down from the stairs so he's he's bought himself some time and then um the the token black guy uh that that's there he just he's helping now he's just like part of the team he's just fully involved and he's going to steal the launch codes or the the targeting codes for yeah. the satellite that are conveniently kept on a cd-rom that like if they don't if they take that out of the computer the whole computer shuts down like nope that this thing this is just a piece of junk flying in the sky without this fucking cd yeah. so they take the cd out and he put he puts it in his pocket and they run away and steven seagal jumps off of the train like they they jump yep. off the train and 
they think they're getting away and everything's fine, but then they stop the train and all these guys, Steven Seagal's falling down a cliff now. Like, that's yeah. what's happened. He's hanging, he's hanging on the dear life. Yes, yeah, he's hanging on, because he just jumped off the train willy-nilly, didn't really plan a, 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 an exit. Mm-hmm. And he's just holding off, uh, like, on a thin little edge, but in in loafers, like Italian loafers. And he's... <laughs> that's where he's standing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's holding on, but he's the best rock climber, too, so don't fucking worry about him. He knows he's going to be doing. fine. But all these other guys come down with, like, like machine guns gear. R- machine guns and rock climbing gear they, they were uh, ready for cliff diving yeah they they ascend down on him and they they go give me the cd and he's like it's down there and then punches him in the <laughs> face and ju- like jumps over and grabs onto him yeah he's it's like, the slowest like movement the guy has a gun face yes. pointing at steam skull he's like give me the cd he's like okay one second and then he basically just does this like Slow ass jump, <laughs> and he's like ah, like a flying squirrel, and then just latches onto yeah, him. Yeah, and, and he holds fuck. he holds yeah. onto him, and he knocks him out. Like he swings back and swings, forth and yeah. smashes his face into the cliff. Another yeah. r- guy comes down. He effortlessly takes the gun with the guy still holding onto it, shoots the rope in one bullet, just yeah. picks the rope off of the next guy setting down. So then he falls down to his death. Fucking, ama- I love Okami is about it. Yeah. though. the guy, the second guy comes down, and he's just like oh hello. Yeah. So and and at, at some point. Um, like it doesn't really explain this, but at some point they changed the the tracks. Really, it's really confusing how this happens. But they changed mm-hmm. the 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 tracks that the the trains are are on. So now the train is supposed to collide into another train that's going filled on with the, yeah. So it's going to hit a, a train filled with a bunch of gas. So then it explodes and all the hostages are dead. And then they can just get away and they think that everyone died in, in the in the fu- <coughs> fire. So um, what what they do is. Um, st- when they're fighting, they realize that Steven Seagal, uh, or the the actual the, the token black guy, dropped the CD outside of the train. So they just pick up the the, the CD and they're like, oh, "Okay, well we can get the fuck out of here now." So they just they take the yeah. train and they start fucking off. And the or Steven Seagal is still attached to the guy that's that's attached to the train. Mm-hmm. So then it starts pulling him up, and yeah. he's just like, "Oh, I'm getting dr- I'm gonna get dragged by a train." But no, the one of the head honcho fucking henchman guys just effortlessly again one shot just fucking shoots, shoots the, rope. the rope off. Mm-hmm. So then Steven Seagal falls, but no, he grabs onto the edge yeah. and then he pulls himself up. But now but he's you off. just see the rope get off. And and then it's like, oh, he's dead. Yep. And then he turns to the niece and he's like, I thought he'd be better than this. <laughs> Again, complimenting yeah. him. He's just like, yeah. I heard so much about him. Yeah. I thought it would be way harder to kill him. That was so easy. He saw him shoot the rope and he assumed that he'd just fall. But again, like even though prior to this, earlier after they didn't, confirm the kill like that he wasn't dead they were like man he's like ass- assuming's the mother of all fuck-ups but then he just shot the rope and assumed he was dead yeah. that's ex- exactly well, the rope's not a part of the train anymore he's dead yep exactly that's so how that works. W- what um, so back on the roof yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so what so now steven seagal's stuck off the uh the the train so he's i don't know what he's gonna do now because he's he needs to get back on the train and he's just like if he's not dead at least he's not on the train there's no fucking way he can get on him but instead, Steven Seagal gets a car somehow. I don't. I don't exactly. Yeah, I, like we both blinked, and yeah. then Steven Seagal had a jeep. And he's yeah. just driving around. So he he gets in in this car, and he's chasing down the train on this car. But he's up on a cliff, mm-hmm. and the train's way down low. So he's uh, trying to time it. He's like, do yeah, I crash he, into it, or what do so I do? So Steven Seagal like takes the car off the cliff, jumps out at the last second, and then jumps onto the the top of the train. So he lands right back on it effortlessly, and they had to yep. put it all in this, this stupid slow-motion blur because it was clearly him just going... Like, it was, like, yeah. the lamest fucking jump ever. Every one of his jumps and running sequences are just, like, <laughs> casual jogs and light leg lifting. Yeah. So they uh, they they have an, uh, an, an, like, he's now on top of the train. Um, and then he goes in. He goes into the bathroom. And oh. then there's some chick just powdering her nose. It's like there's still people allowed to do shit. It's people just willy-nilly walking around. And uh, then he hears somebody coming in because he goes into the bathroom. That's and actually he, later. Yeah, it is. Is it's, it? Yeah, it is. Because, you know, he fucking, what, he do, what they do is they're going to... Send out the jets. That's what's gonna happen oh. first. They have those. Uh, they fucking um. Uh, there's the government's just like fuck it. We just need to blow this guy up. Like we're gonna. We, uh, 
Like, oh, the um, uh, uh, side note, the fucking restaurant guy figured out the number to the Pentagon real quick. That just that, that just happens <laughs> oh, real Pentagon, quick. He just, yeah, he just fucking happened to know the, the number to the Pentagon and just called the Pentagon. He says, guys, uh, they're on a train and they're being attacked. And they're like, oh, a train. We know exactly what train it is. We got it from here. Shut up, Mr. Restaurant <laughs> they're Man. Train, they're getting shot. They don't like it. Can yeah. you stop them? So, <laughs> sure. so then they deploy uh, stealth fighters to come and get uh, the 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 train and it and explode the shit out of it. They're like, fuck it, we're just gonna kill everybody on there. I don't give a shit. Doesn't really matter. Um, St- Steven Seagal uh is is not gonna have any of that. That's not gonna that, that he's gonna come up with something miraculous before then because he needs mm-hmm. to save all the hostages. That's his whole thing. So, um, when uh when that that's when when he's climbing on the outside of the uh the train okay, that's yeah. when he gets onto it and then he, he he does that you he they get into the bathroom and he he just finds this girl and she doesn't scream that was the weirdest part she gets so hey. she's just in the bathroom and he just goes shh and she goes okay and, mm-hmm. and and like the black guy goes where are the good guys and she's like all right and then it just like cuts and to the one of the bad guys With banging the on the door in, just yeah. like get out here get out, open the door right now and she opens the door and just has her like titties out just like and she's like i broke my bra and then she he, he just seems like all just grabs her by the face and pushes her <laughs> but the look of the guy's face was just like Oh, uh, yeah, tits. tits, what? Like, and, and then Steven Seagal just like comes out from behind the door and smashes him and then goes like, tits to die for. <laughs> St- oh, like, oh, God damn it. We had to rewind it. We're like, he, he did, didn't say he tits did, to die. He didn't. And I was like, if he says tits to die for, I'm not watching this movie anymore. It's o- movie is over. Finish. <laughs> we rewinded it. Sure as shit. He says tits to die for. Oh, amazing. And I assume that is the part that he started weeping when he was reading his script. He was like, yes. oh, oh. Best one liner <laughs> of all movies combined. Yes. So. I gave that one like a half point for a kill, though. I think that was just. I think he just like butted him in the nose, and that's it. I don't want to count it as a kill. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It I think he's had about like every, 10 kills at this Every point. person that Steven Seagal touches, he kills. <laughs> we know that. So the fighter jets are getting really fucking close. Mm-hmm. They're they're right on on the train. They're getting there. And the, the fucking Jufro guy is just not figuring out how, how to find the fighter jets. He's like, if I can just find them, if I can find them on the, our radar, I can blow them up. Because they're stealth but, bombers. They're stealth right? bombers, so they don't give off whatever frequency. And then he's just like, well, there's turbulence. If there's low-frequency turbulence, and then he just mm-hmm. finds it. He's Go just on like, some turbulence cam. He's yeah. like, oh, there they <laughs> he said, turn on the turbulence cam. Why did you not think of that? <laughs> Come on, guys. It, it was literally like he changed from night vision to day vision, and then all of a sudden you could see it. <laughs> yeah. And and then they're like, okay, now I can blow it up. And they're getting close, and they fucking they just blow one up, and then the other one's getting way close, and it's right about together, and it blows it up right in front of the train. And then, boom, Bob's your uncle. No more stealth fighters. Red Foreman is pissed. Yeah. So yeah, pissed. Yeah, the laser just comes out of the sky, out takes the sky. another one out, like, fuck. He was man. like, I'm sure this was, there were stealth fighters. That's why we used them, is so that they that couldn't see. And he's like, what the fuck? He turned on the turbulence cam. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I didn't know that was a thing, damn it. I would have made these stealth bombers. So, no point. This comes to my absolute favorite part of the movie, really? where yeah, the the token black guy is on is on uh, one side of the train, and Steven Seagal is on the other side of the train. Uh, like they're gonna separate the the passengers, like all the hostages, from the the guys on the oncoming, front. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so they'll be safe over there. And the the token black guy is supposed to stay over there and and just be safe with everyone else. Steven Seagal's got this. And at the last second, they separate. At the last second, he jumps over and he lands over with Steven Seagal. And Steven Seagal goes, "Oh, what? You're a hero now?" And the black guy goes, "No, no, no. You're the hero. <laughs> you're the hero like, now." Like like he was like upset that Steven Seagal even notioned that he would be more of a hero than <laughs> Steven Seagal. So he's just like, yeah. no, 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 no. You're the he's hero, Mister Seagal. I'm supposed to save this train, not you, Porter. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> you're the hero now. Woo! Look at me! I can jump over trains. It's like no, no, no! You're the hero. It's like, I was like I know. Yeah, it's like I almost shot you. You took way too much attention away from me. <laughs> like that was ridiculous. That was a big jump. What are you doing, Porter? I couldn't have made that jump, so I, I'd have to. I, we're gonna have to edit that again. <laughs> so, I, I that that was probably my favorite part of the movie because that lasted three seconds, and then he goes untrained waiter guy from a train commandeer that helicopter that's flying above us that's literally what he says right after that he's like oh well yeah. you want to be a fucking hero then big guy go get that <laughs> helicopter that's right above us and he's like 
okay. And he just yeah. goes and leaves and does it. Like, I mean, like how did he do it? Was he, there a ladder? There was a ladder hanging down it. because the guy, these, this was a helicopter designed for the bad guy's escape. And then he stealthily got up the heli- the, the helicopter and just pointed a gun to the, the guy's head and just like, said, stay there. And they just kind of stayed there and they just hung out. So they just hovered there for a while. So, uh, Steven Seagal is just murdering his way through all of the cabins. Um, and uh, Catherine Heigl is tied up with one of the henchmen, like w- yeah. like he's the main bad guy, the main henchman bad guy. Like he's not the he's not the head guy, but he's like he's the muscle behind the nerd <clears throat> Jufro guy. So he's the big muscle guy. Yeah, and he's this is like the boss fight, and he's got Catherine Heigl like in a By noose, a string noose. Yeah, it's like some string noose that he just tied to some yarn. It's not gonna work. And, and he just tied her to the a pole there, and then hands her an unpinned grenade so if she moves she would fucking see the there she would explode the the train there so do you remember what he says to her though because he finds out steven seagal's alive again and he's like you know you know i've never been afraid of anybody but your uncle scared the crap <laughs> out of me <laughs> of course he no says that. no man has ever scared I've me never been scared in my life Never. I, I'm, I've seen Hitler. I've seen I've seen documentaries on Pol Pot. I've seen so much shit. No one has ever terrified <laughs> but me. But that man. That man fucking gives, keeps me up at night. <laughs> so the, it, it was... It, no one can ever disrespect <laughs> Steven Seagal in this movie. I assume yeah. they, if they did, they got fired. Yeah. Like, in real life. Like, just they, they just got fired kicked off. Yeah, no, you, you can't just No negativity. Like I'm doing whatever I want, and I'm the winner. Yeah, so... Um, so one they they in a huge knife fight ensues because yeah, they're like let's make it interesting. Steven Seagal has a fucking gun. Well, Steven Seagal Steven Seagal walkie talkies him first. He finds a walkie talkie yeah. and goes just like I'm coming for my niece. And then he's just and then they're just like come and get it. And then they just like they put down their guns. Then they walk like, in the other car. Like, yeah, they they right beside each yeah. Other. He, she's holding the grenade in the car by herself. And then they walk into a separate car. And then they're just they're they hold their knives up to each other and they like kind of circle. And they're just they're they they start doing like some crazy shitty choreographed fucking knife fight where they're just like it's going like a five minute knife fight and, and that's the point where Steven Skull loses his knife and he's doing this he's yep. going I got you yep he's just like I'll take care of this and he and Steven's the as the fight goes on the huge henchman guy is getting more and more broken his arms are snapped his face is gone he barely has a nose anymore because Steven Seagal has slapped him so many times in the face <laughs> he doesn't have a scratch and, on but him. he's got a tiny little fucking mark under his eye yeah, yeah he has one it's, scratch it's a tiny one and it was because he dodged and a knife kind of grazed his his cheek it was and, his own knife yeah, that's why it, so <laughs> kind of do anything though. it was ridiculous and and then he fuck it he he grabs he grabs the guy finally like disarms him holds him gets him in a rear naked choke and snaps his neck and then like lays the body down and goes nobody beats me in the kitchen because they happen to be standing in the kitchen i love that part. we all know how amazing of a chef he is he Great can cook. he can microwave custard like no one else he was waiting for this line yeah. the whole fight exactly He's like, i hope i win it's gonna be embarrassing to die i want to say something cool no he wanted to murder that guy that's why he was like i'm not leaving this car i i own in the kitchen i'm doing on home home turf you come to me in the kitchen you will lose he's never out of breath like i love these fucking scenes so <laughs> five minute knife fight the last guy who's left is uh like jufro bad perm whatever guy he uh he is is there and he's holding all the the uh, the beeper that controls the fucking satellite i guess that's mm-hmm. what it's it's a suitcase with a beeper tape to it and he's just like uh, like there's nothing there's nothing you can do and steven Seagal grabs the grenade from uh katherine heigl throws it at at jufro's feet it explodes right there and then he just kind of walks out from behind the wall with like a couple of red marks on him. He's just perfectly he's behind fine. like a, a table. Yeah, and he's just like perfectly <laughs> and he's fine. Under it. He's yeah, under the table, his, so it's just a tiny pole. Yeah. His clothes are kind of burnt, and he's red. Like yeah. it looked like he got a bad sunburn. Yeah. And he's a little bloody cheek, yeah. but he's fine. He co- he comes out, and then he just like explains to Steven Seagal that there's nothing you can do. He's like I got it right like here. The the train is gonna collide in in a minute. We're gonna collide with another train. I'm gonna get off of here, and the satellite is gonna blow up Washington. In, in in 30 seconds yeah. there's nothing you can do he's and he's like right here there's and nothing. steven seagal goes there's nothing i can do and he goes no there's nothing you can do steven seagal just shoots the fucking computer the just all the technology and then he goes i didn't think of that you see in the pentagon their computers all those the satellites just, yeah everything just, everything dies out everything comes back to oh, normal they're we're, like we're, we're back in control okay explode the satellite we have an explode button they press the explode button the satellite explodes they I, they just had an explode button right 
right there was a oh, big fuck. red button. Self- yeah, so they explode the button. Once they have control again, they explode it. They uh, Steven Seagal shoots the the Jufro guy in the stomach. He falls out of the uh, the the train. Yeah, and they all get up to the roof. Um, just as the other train explodes into the the the, the train that they were on, lighting everything on fire. Things are exploding all over the place. And Steven Seagal is just grabs onto the ladder of the helicopter at the very last second to get mm-hmm. out of there. But then fucking bad guy. Jufro Jufro comes out of nowhere. How did he get back on the train? He fell out of the window with a gunshot. (laughs) Oh yeah, keep in mind that Steven Seagal has a sniper wound in his shoulder the the entire time. He's 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 jumping around, he's climbing shit. He's He's killed so many people, so many fist fights, and he was he He was was in a knife fight with that arm. Yeah, with his bad arm, a fifty caliber bullet still lodged in his shoulder. (laughs) But while he's going, he he rock climbed. He fucking rock climbed with a sniper bullet in. Like oh he's God. a monster. He is. I understand why everyone's so afraid of him. You can't kill him. You can't. He's Jason. Yeah. We should do Jason X versus Under Seagal. Siege. Under Siege Jason. I don't know who would win. It'd be amazing to see Steven Seagal just in Jason's face and shit. Jason just machetes him in the stomach. My only weakness. Death. Death. He has to say something cool. Uh. So. They, um, the guy, the the bad perm guy, fucking grabs onto the Steven Seagal's leg at the last second. They're and they're climbing up together and they're making it all the way to the top. But Steven Seagal just kind of gets in and closes the door on his fingers. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. That's the. It's like no, yeah, and, and he just slides it, slides, and slices his fingers. Yeah, and then he falls to his death. Uh, assume uh, uh, who knows? No, he's I hanging on it. by his toes now. I assume. <laughs> on he's, the yeah, he's still oh, alive God. somewhere, but. Uh, he he falls out and and they live happily ever after. And they, it's all so calm. Yep, yeah, everything goes out and then they just cut to an awkward scene of Catherine Heigl and Steven Seagal standing at their brother's or like his brother, the her cemetery. dad's uh, gravestone, and they're just standing there awkwardly, not close enough because of the rapey vibes that Steven Seagal's been putting off all movie. So seems like so many rapey vibes. Steven Seagal to the niece, and then the head bad guy to the niece. Everyone was really creepy to yeah. Catherine Heigl, and and but I was thinking like before we knew that that they were related in this movie, I thought he was gonna fuck her. I, I did too. I was like, yep, they're gonna fuck. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, oh, that's that that niece love that <laughs> also looks like you're gonna fuck them. But no, it's 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 normal. Who doesn't want to fuck their niece? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I know. When he goes to the bartender and he's like, oh, what's she drinking? It's like, oh. okay, he wants to fuck her. Okay. That, <laughs> that is the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I told you to keep track of how many kills Steven Seagal actually did. Did you get a fucking total yeah, number on 24. that? 24. 24 He people. killed 24 people. But he knocked Henchmen. out. Uh, he knocked, he out, knocked out two. No, he knocked out way more. They threw like 30 of them off the train at a certain point. He was just like Dude, I tallied all of them. They're all, I don't believe that They're number. all here, man. Mm-hmm. 24 deaths and then two were like... I'm like, okay, he didn't fucking kill you. One was like no. a gun butt, and then what was the other one? He, he the threw, guy just broke the one. He uh, breaks one guy's wrists, and then just like headbutts. Man, he threw people out of the train like multiple. Yeah, those guys times. are dead. Those are not dead. Yeah, no, we, Dude, we the, okay, whatever. The captain, remember the two captains? Yeah, because they killed. They threw. Yeah, oh, the one of the captains like landed they, in the water. Yeah, <laughs> but there's it, very shallow. Yeah, there's water very with sh- rocks. She everywhere. was fine. She but, made a big splash. But, too. Yeah, they, I, I that was a Steven Seagal's Whatever. Guy. That, I I think he killed more than that. Yeah. I think you're you're underselling Steven Seagal. Now he might kill you. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, I. Are he, you questioning my yeah, tallies? I am. So that that is probably one of the greater movies That's that we've a beautiful ever. Beautiful fucking movie. I, I think we're we got to be done with this. We're not gonna. Be, <clears throat> the next one we do is gonna be shit compared to this. How are we this, gonna follow that? That fucking movie was. I was getting angry at how bad it was, but how good bad it was. You know what I mean? Like Jason but, X. Yeah, it was. It was frustrating how fucking terrible it was but it was in a good way so i recommend watching that movie and just having a good fucking time but i was laughing more than i was thrilled yeah i know more action than it was action too it's a good time so um we we got through that dan we did it i I really wanted i made sure dan stayed here today so we could we could (laughs) we just watched the movie so we could do it now because there was too much going on for us to like do it tomorrow crazy day so i wanted to talk to about one more thing before we wrap things up um I um I got this guy at work named Julio. Oh He's, no, Julio! Julio is the greatest fucking, fucking guy at work. Love Julio. So he uh he is a monster, and he's he's from like Colombia, and he uh he he has like catchphrases and stuff like that. So it's very confusing. Like Steven Seagal, like, kind of, but you wouldn't understand him if you just talked to him because he just like he says things that don't make sense. So tits he, to die for, well, kind of. But he uh so. To understand this, it involves a little backstory that 
it, apparently in Colombia, there's this place that's called like it's just a bridge. Like there's a, a bridge where prostitutes are are just at, and everyone just knows about this bridge. Yeah. And you can just go and have sex there, and it's at it, the bridge. Yeah, at the bridge, and and everyone just talks about it. They're like, oh, I'm just going to the bridge. So Hugo talks about the bridge, and we've talked about it so much that we know. And he sometimes he'll just go, are "You going to the bridge?" Like, and and it, no, it's in Colombia. But it, but that came to mean like, are you gonna go fuck somebody now? Because we kind of understood like, no, there's no bridge here. I'm not going to get a prostitute. But he's like, are you going yeah. to the bridge? Just meant, are you gonna go fuck, fuck somebody? A prostitute. No. Are you gonna Just go? Anybody? Are you gonna go get some? That's what he means. That's okay. what he means now. So it's that's why it's hard to understand Hugo. But he uh, he um, he uh, said like this so many times to me, and I started asking him questions, and he was like, "I like I have a bridge," and I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was just like, I have a bridge. And, th- and then that started to mean a mistress. That's and so, like, Julio. He, he's like, I like, he's like, I have a, um, I have a, a, a bridge and I, I like my bridge. And we talked about his bridge every single day, like all the time. He's like, oh, here's my bridge. And he'd show me pictures of the bridge. And like, I would joke to him. I'd be like, you going to see the bridge? He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to see the bridge. And he's like, I'm going to take some Viagra. I'm going to see the bridge. It's, it's such a Hugo. Julio is the fucking man because I, I can I can count on him for a story every single day. He's gonna come on our show. Yeah, I would love to, but you wouldn't understand a word he said. That's the like it's so hard to understand. That's him. okay. But so one day, uh, like last week, Julio fucking comes to me and just goes like, uh, I I've I'm I'm worried, man. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Again, something that needs backstory because it's very confusing. At my work. There's this the, there's a system for like the trucks that come in so they can see. There's a light on the wall so when you're unloading it, you flip it to green and on the outside it turns red. So and then when you flip it to red, on the outside it turns green. They know they can drive away. It's it's just an easy system so we don't have to go out and talk to them. Okay. It's simple. But he uses this in terms of periods. So when somebody doesn't get their period, he's like there's no red light. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like what? What are you talking about? He's like, there's, oh, there's no red light. We got it with the green light. No red light. And I was like, w- like, what are you talking about? And he's like, my bridge. She didn't get her period. And I was like, a baby bridge. I, exactly. That's what he's like. He's like, oh. she's, she, I think she's pregnant. And I was like, oh, no. what? You got your bridge pregnant? Yeah. And he's, he's like, yeah, my, my bridge. There's no, no red light. <laughs> and that's so every day I kept. It's like that. he's so calm about it because of the phrases he's using. Exactly. I love it. He doesn't give a shit. So, so I'm just like, what are you gonna do? He's like, what are you gonna do about your, like, what are you gonna tell your wife? And he's like, my wife won't care about the baby. Just wants to make sure that I'll stay. And I was like, what are you talking about? I love Colombians. Like. It doesn't make any sense. Like, she'll just stay through anything. And I'm like, oh, okay, so why not just tell her? And he's like, no, she'll find out eventually. And I'm like, why don't just, like, get some brownie points and tell her? He's like, no. Like, uh, like uh, he's like, I, I don't know. I don't want to lose my bridge. And, like, <laughs> like he's crazy. And then I'm like, what oh the fuck, God. man? And then so every day I'm, like, asking him because he wasn't sure if she was pregnant. Like, he waited, like, a month and she still didn't get her period. And then it was, like, month two where he was just, like, still no red light. And I was like, fuck, man. Every day I'm like, red light? And he's like, no, green light and i'm like fuck man like it feels so bad for you julio and he's like he and so he comes to me at one day and then he just he like we're in like a meeting and then he just like sits beside me and he just like whispers in me in my ear and he's like we got the red light and i'm like red light he's just like yeah we got the red light it was just it was just like two days ago that this happened like he's just like and i was just like oh my god he's just like yeah and then he's like i don't know what to do and he's just like like his bridge texts him like throughout the shift and we work so early in the morning my girlfriend doesn't text me that early because she is still asleep so like but but somehow his colombian bridge is texting him sending him pictures just like like he's just loving life while he's at work and um he's he's just like she she really likes she wants me to leave my wife and stuff like she wants she wants to to have me for herself and he's like i don't know what to do so greedy and he's just like so now he's coming to me and he's just like i gotta get rid of my bridge He's like, I, I gotta, I gotta lose my bridge, and I don't know what to do because if I, if you get rid of the bridge, then you know the bridge is gonna tell the wife. That's what's gonna happen. Right? She knows already, didn't he? No, she me? doesn't. No, no, he didn't tell her. He got away with it right now because there, were, he got, he got the red light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got the so red light. Fine, everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, he's just like, I gotta get rid of it, but I, I don't know what to do. How do I get rid of? How do I get rid of a girl that I was having sex with without them telling my wife? Mm-hmm. Because they're gonna be upset that you're not going to fuck them anymore. And they'll be like, fuck you. If you're not going to fuck me, no one's going to fuck you. That's, 
it's gonna be it's a tough thing and he's like i don't know now i'm stressing about that and he's yeah. like do i just keep a bridge for life do i just have the bridge but she's not gonna put up with that that's, you gotta break a, that bridge that's a tough yeah that's, you're Deconstruct gonna have to that demolish that fucking bridge yeah i don't know i i, I just thought it was a good fucking story like I, awesome. it's crazy that that you can get you can get a bridge <laughs> pregnant and then you can get no red light, and then it's just he 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 chases the monkey, and he rolls up the rim, and he wins. These are all things that he says. They like he he just got like. Is that for code for sex? I, I think it's about rim jobs. I've never been clear on that. <laughs> Chasing never, the monkey? No, he calls he calls rolling up the rim. Oh, because rim, rim jobs. Yeah, yeah, like and then I, I doubt that's what he's talking. I, I think so, uh, but then no, and then he calls uh blowjobs Bon Jovi's. I love it. It's so good. He's like, I'm going to get a Bon Jovi. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to get a Bon Jovi. Did he from, get a blowjob at a Bon Jovi concert? No. He no. must have got a blow either. No. He's like, I'm calling him Bon Jovi. I don't know. He's, he's fucking crazy. I'm thinking of a Bon Jovi he every sing, time I get a blowjob. He job. sings fucking Christmas songs year round. Like there's the, yeah. there's a, he's those are the happiest dude, people. He's, he's like four foot tall and he's just, he looks like Mario and he like he apparently according to him and no one else so you have to take julio's word for it he gets ridiculous amounts of pussy like he has so yeah, many bridges two, two vaginas no he he has so much so many bridges that's that's really? just his main bridge he is really yeah he has bridges all all the time good for him yeah and he's gotten rid of bridges he's got new bridges he's 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 constructing bridges like manhattan that's what he's doing <laughs> So I He's always working. I I don't know I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know if if you have any advice that you want me to pass along to Julio. I will I will keep gladly at it. just keep banging the bridge forever. Oh, yeah. She's not even that hot. She's, she, it's a vagina. It's fucking awesome. Just try not to get them pregnant. He can't he can't man. He's just he does he doesn't wear a um he doesn't wear sombreros. That's what he says. <laughs> no, I swear to fucking god. I swear to god. He's like no I won't wear a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> oh and he calls his, his dick a pistola. <laughs> yeah, he's like, pistola. yeah, my pistola don't like sombrero. I love this guy. I, I love him. him. You wanna? If I don't, uns- if I didn't give you like the thesaurus of of his fucking words, yeah. you wouldn't understand. I'd be him. so lost. Yeah, you'd just be lost. He yeah. asks every one time we were the, we were. Uh, oh my god, that, it's funny when I say one time because he can't say time, so he says chime. One chime. So, so when he say, that's literally what he does. So he goes one chime. I was uh, like so one chime. Hugo uh, Julio was fucking. He uh, he was talking to this one guy that doesn't really know him that well. Like he knows him, but like he doesn't talk to him all the time, so he doesn't get the stuff that that Julio says all the time. Mm-hmm. So he asks every single person if he takes Viagra, and he and he pretends like what, really exactly, and he and he pretends like Viagra is a uh, is like a power booster. So like when somebody's fucking up or 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 somebody doesn't do something, he's like, oh, he didn't take enough Viagra today. Or when is that so- what he believes and is doing? I don't know. Like but, a Gatorade. Yeah, like he's sweating. Yeah. I need some Viagra right now. It's his multivitamin that he takes every morning. <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, so he is. My morning would and he comes, get away. He comes in with sweatpants and a raging erection every single day. So, but so Julio, uh, he like he was talking to this one guy that doesn't really know him and just goes up to him and goes. Uh, we were working on something, and he's like, "Oh, did you take your Viagra today?" And the guy just freaks out. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and he's, just, I was like, I was Where there, I was standing there, and I was just like, I was like, "Oh no, it's just like one of the things that Hugo says." Like he just like like, and he's just like, "Why the fuck would you ask me that?" <laughs> like, what the fuck? Do you want to fuck me? That's like he he's like, he got so offended, so offended. He's like, that's this guy like, supports. He's Trump. like, that's basically coming up to me and going, "Does your dick work?" Like that's all the things that he said to, said to him. I guess. And and he was like, like you saw the look on Julio's face. He's like, what? I didn't. I didn't. I, I was like, what? I, just friendly. I, yeah, I was just trying to fuck around. Like I, I don't know. But they and doesn't understand because like he barely speaks English. Language like, yeah, it's a a, so he's like, I don't know. And then the next day, like Julio comes up to me and goes, was he really mad at me? I don't. I don't know. Poor guy. Like I, I'm so worried. Like he's like, is he gonna take me down to HR and report me for sexual harassment? Like trying to fuck him or something? <laughs> he always tries to fuck me every I day. I he know. asks me for and, Viagra, and then he's not gonna I'm taking Viagra. No. And then that guy's not gonna get the red light and then and then he's gonna have another bridge problem that's it's it's so true i know it's crazy so i I, julio if we can get julio on the show yeah might be the greatest show we've ever done i don't know i maybe i'll just take a a mic into work and just fucking chat with him for a while like god does he smoke weed i want to smoke with that guy i don't think he would have some stories he drinks tequila does he yeah definitely drinks tequila 
I feel like I'm racist because when I, I went to Mexico and there was like this one tour guide we had and he's like, I hate tequila. I don't drink it. I was like, fuck. No, you, you love it. You liar. <laughs> like, no, but I was Did you like, call him out? <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I know. I'm so fucking stupid. It's like all Canadians love maple syrup and shit like that. It's like, no. Oh, we a do. lot of us don't like we, it. You don't like maple syrup? No, I'm just saying a lot of us don't. Like who? Name one. I don't know. Exactly. So there, there is maybe one. not here in this no, part. Everyone loves maple syrup. That's insane. <laughs> okay, you're right. Yeah, so okay, well, um, it, uh, if you want us to do more of the uh, movie review stuffs, it's not going to compare to Under Siege two, but we can do another one. It, it can't. It <laughs> just can't. Good movie. It can't be better than that one. So I don't know if we did it justice. Steven Seagal might come after us for this because we didn't do it good enough justice. Oh, and we didn't praise him enough. Yeah. So in trouble. Uh, if you want us to do more, give us suggestions to ones that you want. Um, uh, if you want to support our show, you can do it on Patreon. That's the easiest way to fucking do it or PayPal or whatever. If you want to support our show and be free, then just download all of our shit on iTunes and all that garbage because that really helps. That's how everyone identifies if your show is successful or not. So just just download it, delete it, download it again. You know, do that, Jess. And uh, um, I don't know. Fucking, We're doing this live on Twitch now, so I don't think everybody understands that yet. We haven't really expressed that, but we do this show live on Twitch now. Uh, we're we're trying to do it on Tuesday and Saturday. Yeah, Tuesday and Saturday is when we will go live and, and you can tune in and see it. And shows will actually come out on Tuesday and Friday. So it's uh, it's confusing. But if you want to watch it live, just uh, follow us on Twitch and you'll see when we go live. Just have notifications and then you can uh, you can ch- ch- chime in on, on all the bullshit going on here because it's. It's super interesting when uh, when everybody just comes here and then and, and and by everyone I mean Mochi comes and talks to us. <laughs> All one of you guys have a great time listening live. Yeah. When when Mochi comes out and and tunes into um, our our feed, it, it makes me feel good. So uh, thank you, Mochi. Thank you, anybody else who tuned in, and uh, keep your shit together. <laughs> <laughs>